previously on My Best Friend's Journal. <laughs> I knew Dumbledore got killed by Snape. Who were you hanging out with that was just telling you all these stories about... Jen L- <laughs> <laughs> In high school, you had a 90s cover band? Oh, we didn't, like, call ourselves that, but all we did was 90s songs. Uh, we had a really sweet name, Pure Honey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> on the 26th, you spent the day in Nice. Oh, sounds nice. Um... I did it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> niece is nice. You took the Flom Railway. I think a... it's pronounced Flom for those of us in the Norwegian know. Flom. That's, that's my phone pronouncing Flom. Okay. Flom. <laughs> Three is probably plenty. Anton and Olya. Oh, the Ukrainians that didn't yes. give a shit? <laughs> yeah. They were just such, such great people. I was so grateful to have them on the ship. That's very sweet. We spend so much time in Saint-Tropez. Do you remember that little watch shop in Saint-Tropez? I'm going to go back. Did it. Saint-Tropez again. um, Wi-Fi with DJ Matt. There's two folders on his desktop. And one is labeled naughty pictures of me. And there's a picture of him like doing a pose. Sure. We real quick made that picture his desktop picture. (laughs) He opens it up and just goes, oh, my days. (laughs) Hello. Without further ado. Was that, was that Canadian share? Five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred i'm haunted by my past it's called my best friend's journal let's start this damn podcast let's sing this name a little longer first it's someone's favorite podcast yes and the world's greatest podcast oprah's favorite podcast <laughs> you're yeah. stupid you're really good at that uh hi mike hi cam uh this is my best friend's journal a podcast about mike's journal and occasionally about videos of mike singing destiny's child covers in high school because that's what we were just watching <laughs> yeah um i got the gift of this video sent to me by uh a, a person we've mentioned before my spoiler friend jen um, oh the one that ruined harry potter for yes, you that one that she- bitch <laughs> Hey Jen, she <laughs> she enjoyed um, the shout out. I had no idea she was listening, but she was like nice, uh, and then proceeded to send me a bunch of videos she found from high school, like a treasure trove from her parents' basement. One of which was me singing "Say My Name" with the band we have previously mentioned, Pure Honey, my '90s cover band. Um, <laughs> "Say My Name" was like 2000s, right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, so. I say oh yeah. Uh, actually, probably not. Uh, late no? '90s. You think so? Yeah, "Writings on the Wall" was like '97 oh, or '98. "Say My Name" is before. Michelle joined the group, right? No, say my name was on the writings on the wall before Michelle joined. That's not say my name. What? Uh, that CD before every track, they did like a thou shalt, and there was a thou shalt say my name. <laughs> How do you remember that? I lived for that album. Okay, I found it officially ninety nine, so it counts for the nineties cover band. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Yep, your honey. Oh, it was really, really tough to watch that video. I'm so glad I had it, but um, my goodness, the, the past- fashion. There was Bieber hair. There was huge baggy shorts. Oh my god, so long past my knees. So Wearing Birkenstocks, which Cam approves of. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, and a lot of braces, a lot of braces. Couldn't really see the braces, but your lips did stick out further back then due to braces. Yeah. I was also doing a lot of like posing and like trying to, I don't know. It was, it was very uncomfortable. Um, how did you feel about it? <laughs> Just as uncomfortable? Oh yeah. It was very uncomfortable to watch, but I, it doesn't mean I loved it any less. Oh, there's nothing worse than watching awkward high school kids. I think that's one of the reasons I don't want to have kids. Cause I think about like junior high and the awkwardness of that. I'm like, I can't help someone navigate that time in their life. It's awful. You want awkward. Um, have I shown you my senior picture? This same woman, Jen, also sent me a picture of myself. Um, for like my, senior portraits or like for the yearbook? Uh, for the yearbook. Oh, it, so mine was bad. Mine looks like I need to be on a sex offender list. Okay, let's see it. <gasps> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that rough, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank mine's, you. Thank you so much. Mine's bad because it's not. Uh, it's just not a very flattering picture. That doesn't even look like you. Thank God. It is, it's tough. It's not... Um, so we have these portrait sessions senior year, and you pick the one you want, you submit it to the yearbook. This is not the one I picked. I don't know how this ended up being the one. Someone on yearbook hated you. Yeah, probably. Did you have a spurned lover on yearbook? Mm-hmm. Lots of spurned lovers. <laughs> a lot of lovers they didn't, in high school. They didn't like the senior prom dance that you <laughs> choreographed the last episode? Oh, that's awful. No, yeah, I don't know how it happened, but it's so terrible. And uh, thanks to Jen, I got to relive that moment. Well, also, thanks to Jen, we have an Instagram post for this week, so... Which one? Say my name or the... Oh, maybe both. A real TBT throwing it way back, like throwing it back half your lifetime ago. Wow. That's crazy to think that way. I know. Hmm. Also, thanks, Jen, for the vids. Speaking of vids. Um, had <laughs> oh, a really... you're ready. Ready. <laughs> it reminded me of the other night when you and I were sitting on the couch uh, just chit-chatting about dick pics because we have because we do that (laughs) yeah because we have a very few or we have a very limited range of conversation topics together um usually that is not true we have a very wide range but we love dick i was kidding we do both yeah we have that in common um we were talking about dick pics and peter was um planning a trip on and he was over on his computer not really listening to us because he absolutely tunes us out when we get into our groove and uh right when we were talking about dick pics he goes hey cam do you have a picture of mine on on your phone i was like oh yeah i got a couple in my hidden album he was like not that <laughs> my passport you asshole but i was happy to learn that there's uh there's nakeds of peter nakeds there's nudes <laughs> send me naked send me naked <laughs> it's like so much less cool Ooh, i want a naked um and you know anyone should i think everyone should have um inappropriate pictures of their uh significant other on their phone if they have one sure it's an important thing important it's a, it's a lovely thing to have <laughs> at your disposal i wouldn't know um <laughs> anyway it was a charming little miscommunication that really gave us a giggle it really was which is actually pretty common nowadays because of this podcast i feel like we've really developed a reputation for talking about dick and fisting and all kinds of disgusting <laughs> things which is fair because it is uh, it is what we talk about a lot of the time oh. but not in real life always this um came to bite me in the butt when the other day I was grabbing a uh, banana, which of course is the most phallic of fruit. Um, and it was just brown and sweet and ready. And I was <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do not care for that e- description. Exactly. So I'm saying this to kick. I was like, Oh, I'm going to eat it now. Cause it's like brown and sweet and ready. And he was like, Ew. I was like, I'm talking about the banana, like genuinely. And he was like, well, I literally never know because you're always filthy. And I was like, <laughs> That is fair. Fair. He hears filthy things come out of your mouth, and he's a very sweet listener to this podcast, so he's always hearing you talk about... uh, Sweet brown bananas. Sweet sweet brown and ready to eat. (laughs) Ew. Episode title? (gasps) Yeah. Well, that that happened easily. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the rest of it. Um, Can I tell you something else really disgusting that I heard the other day? Uh, Please. I feel like we're always trying to one-up ourselves on this podcast, and uh, 
I like outfilth ourselves. Yeah, outfilth ourselves. And I actually, that is not uh, a goal of this thing. It just is how uh, it's just a natural progression. We just I keep suppose. pushing the line further and further. Um, so the other day, I was looking at. Um, I was glancing over at Peter's phone. I was looking through Peter's phone. No, I was glancing over at it while he was um, flipping through Instagram. And there was this like very like sexual picture, which is very on brand for him. His Instagram feed is filthy. I was talking about that a few episodes ago, how I'm trying to clean up my Instagram feed. And mm-hmm. he's doing the exact opposite. He's like here for the filth. Um, watching him scroll Instagram in a public place gives me full anxiety. I'm like, there could be children that see that. <laughs> Don't care that Instagram hasn't taken it down. I can see his hole. Um, and so <laughs> holes on Instagram, <laughs> holes on IG. Um, and so he—it's a good handle. I, I, I meant his urethra, his dick hole. Oh, good, good. Just go on. <laughs> um, and I, I made some comment. I was like, "Oh my god, what are you looking at?" Uh, and he was like, "Oh, it's this guy. He's like a he's a porn star, and he always posts these like these erotic stories. Like, um, he'll do three posts in a row, and it'll be like continued, 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 and it's like this whole like very filthy, explicit content like erotica. I was like, oh my god, that is too much. So he hands me his phone. He's like, just flip through these and read one, and I have to read you the most foul turn of phrase I have ever heard in my entire life." And that is saying something. Yeah. If you are easily grossed out, skip ahead 30 seconds. Wait, do you, do you really think you can shock our listeners at this point? I mean, probably not. Uh, but Give it a go, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to try. Okay, here we go. This is at Johnny D underscore eight on Instagram. Uh, and I'm just going to go right into the middle of it. This is a long ass paragraph. Um, but brace yourself. <laughs> Even though I wasn't prepared, I knew he had trained my hole to take him with little effort. So I spit on my hand and began lubing my cold, dry muscle c- <laughs> It makes me so upset to hear those words in that order. Yeah, honestly, cold and dry makes it so much worse and like... Is a, already a very harsh word. Uh-huh. Is that I've, I've never heard that term before. Is that a thing? Cold, dry muscle, c- or just the last, the last two? The last two. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. You know who does know? Oh, are you gonna Urban Dictionary yet? My fave. Hold on. Okay. Um, while I look it up, Cam, could you sing us some hold music, please? Da-cha-na-na. Say my name. Say my name. Muscle. C- I think we have to bleep that out each time. <laughs> it's a thing, and surprise, surprise, it's derogatory. <laughs> Ah. It doesn't sound nice. Uh, derogatory term for a homosexual, the anus of a homosexual male. He stuck his penis in his partner's muscle. Jesus. <laughs> Not a great sentence. No. <laughs> doesn't really give the definition the way oh. it ought to be given. Yikes. <laughs> it reminds me of Will and Grace when Jackson the spelling bee and the word is taffeta. And he goes, hmm. Taffeta. Could you use it in the sentence, please? And the drag queen goes, I like taffeta. <laughs> taffeta. Cinescence. <laughs> I like taffeta. Um, that is that was shocking. Well done. D- yeah. M- more shock, more shocking than last week's bussy burp. Oh, my goodness. By quite a bit. Um, <laughs> it just highlights something I wanted to talk to you about and just the power of the words we use, which leads me to my gayest moment of the week. <gasps> You're so good at this part. Gay, 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 gay. Insert space for dancing. <laughs> so I'm at work where most of my case moments happen. <laughs> Every time. What foul thing did you say this time? Well, the chef is super uh, 
inventive with the things he makes and he's trying really hard to do a bunch of good new vegan stuff and oh, he, great. i'm the only vegan there so oh there's a bunch of vegetarians but i'm the only loud one and he um <laughs> bored <laughs> sorry cam just, just took his headphones off and retired while i'm leaving I i'm leaving just wanted a little light keep going so the chef loves to try out new vegan stuff and whenever he does he brings me over and he's like try this you'll love it you'll love it so he's making uh an ice cream and he calls me over and he was like oh come here i know you'll love this my coworker says to the chef what do you mean you know this guy i'll like it he's like what are you saying and he was like joking saying like because he's gay uh-huh. and i go oh you mean because i'm a faggot <laughs> Jesus, Mike. Yeah, that's a way to shock some straight people. I just wanted to shock, and I, but I didn't like. I didn't realize how hard it would reverberate. Literally, everyone in the kitchen just stopped and gasped. Everyone was like, "Oh!" And then once I started laughing, everyone felt free to laugh. But they were like, "What do we do? What do we do? What do we do?" Oh my God, Mike! It was potent. You're like, I'm allowed to say this. I promise, I'm allowed to say this. Literally, it was actually a pretty perfect reaction. They did the right thing. They Uh like were shocked, which I'm glad they were shocked, and also were like looking to me for what to do next uh-huh. like how do we respond to what you just did to us uh-huh. <laughs> it's not that's not the first shock and gay thing i've said that word is uh it, uh it's triggering for a lot of people a Absolutely. lot of straight people like yeah. too like they have been trained and good thing like yeah, the people absolutely. in that kitchen have been trained that they're not allowed to say that there are words many of us should not be using i kind of love the taking back of that word in particular um mm-hmm. i think because it was so nasty growing up and used in so many derogatory ways there's a lot of talk around that with other communities like by using the c word and n word and uh you know people taking i just want to pause and point out that you just said the c word after we said <laughs> about 15 times <laughs> in the beginning of this yeah but i was talking about a muscle <laughs> that's ours it's different um there's some joy in taking back some power in taking back that word yeah i use that I, I use faggot very or even fag like very specifically usually when i'm talking to other gay men um and like i know that we can both like jest about it okay we have absolutely hit the threshold so i will be bleeping out it for the rest of this episode that actually brings me to my gayest moment of the week oh hooray because <laughs> we're weirdly on the same wavelength about this this week. Um, I was at a friend's house earlier this week and um, I was pouring him a glass of wine. No wine for me because dry January. I'm over it. I'm over it too. Um, And so anyway, uh, he wanted more rosé. So I... uh, The gayest of all the wines. uh Uh-huh. Always. Great for day drinking. (laughs) Um, So I go into his wine fridge and uh, I pull out this bottle of rosé and I look in the back and... uh, or, and I glance in the fridge, and right behind this bottle is this little black velvet bag. I was like, black velvet in the back of my wine fridge. Yeah, man. Well Ooh. done. <laughs> I'll take it, actually. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Why is there something back there? So I reach back there, and I pull it out. And as soon as I read what was on the label, I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> um, just earlier that day, this friend had been complaining about the fact that he had lost a bunch of poppers that he had ordered in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> he was like where could those fucking poppers be <laughs> and i was like i don't know he thought that he had put them in the fridge the regular fridge um because apparently you're supposed to storm cold i don't fucking know anyway um so <laughs> he had apparently stuffed them in his wine fridge just out of habit and behind a bottle of wine and so i pull- how many poppers has he stuffed in <laughs> I don't actually know. So I pull them out and I look at the bag. And so in one hand is a bottle of rosé and the other hand is a bag full of poppers. Amazing. I I just go, you fat. (laughs) (laughs) It 
tickled me so much. It just felt so gay that he put him right there with his rosé. Yeah, that he was hoarding poppers behind his rosé. That uh-huh. is... Is this yours or your friend's gayest moment? Well, I, mine was... I mean... Yours it, yelling... F- <laughs> it was mine because it just felt entirely homosexual. We need like a warning. I mean, I guess we put an explicit on every episode, but man, this is some harsh language we got. <laughs> some harsh language yeah that could describe pretty much every episode that's true i don't uh, know why um fat and cunt feel much harsher to me than like fisting um, uh, i mean some of them are like used in hate speech and some of them are just visceral awful mm, things that can happen sure. to your body <laughs> <laughs> to your body before we stray too far from um the source of the fat calling <laughs> um poppers we we just kind of like skated by that but i don't think we've ever brought poppers up on this podcast can you explain it to us a little bit um yeah a lot of people who enjoy bottoming uh like to use poppers it is a um it's like a uh inhalant i guess you would call it i mean not i guess you call it so what it is um it makes it sound so untoward <laughs> but Love it's like untoward. it's a little bottle of this like inhalant that um it is it like gives you a little bit of a head rush almost like doing a whip it um but mm. without all the nitrous um, and it gives you a little head rush. It like relaxes soft tissue, um, and oh, makes it oh, easier it. to, uh, take a dick. Huh? <laughs> um, and I know a ton of gay guys who use, like they sell them in every gay sex shop. It's just like a pretty ubiquitous thing in gay hmm. culture. And also like some people use it as like a party thing to get a little head rush, which makes no sense to me. I'm like, that's not fun. And none of that really sounds too appealing. It makes me think of my very, very, very favorite uh, Halloween costume I ever saw though a girl that Peter used to work with when he worked at Grinder they had they always had a big Halloween bash and she for <laughs> for Halloween came to the Grinder Halloween party dressed as Mary Poppers <gasps> and she was a full Mary Poppins outfit but instead of the sash she got an ammo belt and filled it with poppers <laughs> Wow, well done. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh Mary my god. Mary Poppers. Mary Poppers. Is- oh, that's a good drag name too. It's a perfect drag name. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Put it on the list. Mary Poppers and Pee Pee Buffet. <laughs> Pee Pee Buffet. <laughs> you love it. I love I it. I do love it. And uh, something around Anne and I's whole spit, but I don't know what yet. <laughs> you have to stop making that one. Have we talked about that on here? Yeah. No, I don't know how to. I don't know how to make that one work. But somebody help me. <laughs> you can't be helped. She's probably Anne and Nice Hole. I think is what we landed on. Anne and Nice Hole. Yeah. Oh, gross. I don't want to see a nice hole. You want to see a filthy hole? <laughs> well played okay mike that's enough of the f word (laughs) this has been a real blue intro uh we got to get into the journal hopefully there are fewer in there (laughs) i promise not that thing is full of (laughs) all righty may 15th 2014. 15th. Did some errands in parentheses CUS. Oh, CVS. Oh. CVS for a trip. Thank God. I need, like, I want to make sure I know which one I'm going to, you know? Uh huh. Where did you, why, why did you go to CVS before a trip? What, what could you possibly have needed from there? Maybe travel, um, size toiletries. Oh, maybe that. You had show number 10 of Bert. It went okay. Voice is tired. Um, Kim's friend said my voice was velvet. Oh, that's sweet. That is sweet. Had a Manhattan at Firestone. Oh, that sounds good. I love Manhattan. It's my go-to. What's mm. your go-to drink? My go-to drink is tequila on the rocks. No, oh, I knew this. Yeah. I do love a Manhattan um, or an old-fashioned, mm. uh, but usually just one of those. I prefer, I think, a Manhattan to an old-fashioned. You do love a martini. You also love a chocolate martini, like an old white woman. Not chocolate. Espresso. Espresso. Yes, I yes, do. Yes. It's, um, I still, 
my go-to is a Manhattan, but sometimes I want like I want the caffeine boost and the alcohol all at once. Sometimes I can't decide between coffee and a drink. And so it's I get the adults vodka red bull. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop. Do we have to pay Gia Gunn for all this? <laughs> Bleep her name. Um, May 16th. <laughs> Ran some errands again with the errands. Michaela saw show at night. It was a great one. Good. Says you. <laughs> Thanks for the faith in me. <laughs> uh, well, someone said your voice was velvet. I have to keep you, you know, humble. Mm. It's important. Don't worry. I didn't write down the 10 insults I got that day too. <laughs> Last two show day, also known as. A two doche, which I lovingly say to Cam when we're going to record two episodes, but um, only to him because I kind of hate it in the real world. I hate it too. It's so obnoxious. It it's is thing, so obnoxious. It's the thing that theater people say when they have two shows to do in a day. They're like, oh, it's a two doche. I hate it. And mostly because on Instagram, I had an awful roommate on my first kids tour. I think I've mentioned him before. Maybe popped his pimples in the <gasps> rearview mirror oh, and they splattered God. on the mirror. Oh! You don't remember? No. So, I, so I guess not. Oh, God, that's so gross. In the car? In the car with all of us in How it. How many pimples did he have? I mean, a normal amount, but when he had them, they were popped. In they front of you? We literally saw them, like, pus splatter on the mirror. Oh. Not the rear, the passenger visor mirror. Oh. And that's not even the worst bit. There was He was he was a challenge, but um, anyway, he used to say to doche all the time, and I feel like I associated that with him, and so I don't love the term. Although Yikes. I will credit him for introducing me to Drag Race, so that's huge. Okay. Yeah. I mean, great, but he sounds foul, truly foul. He's just like, he so often preached um, being, called himself an optimist, and he was like, I'm so, he like preached kindness, he, but he preached nothing that he did. He oh. was such a pessimist, and so... Like so, he's a hypocrite. Yeah, he was rude to people. He he was none of the things he claimed so loudly to be. He was a disgusting, pus-filled hypocrite. <gasps> you said it. <laughs> I don't know him, but I hate him. Anyone that's gonna pop his pimples in a van full of people that are already too close for comfort. Oh, that is trash behavior. It wasn't kind of him. <laughs> Thought you were saying it wasn't kind of me to call him a disgusting, pus-filled hypocrite. That also, wasn't kind, but you don't know him, so go for it. Yeah, I'm here for it um may 17th oh i said that already last two show day it was long first show was great second was okay but then a bunch of your friends including gabriella amy and christine saw it oh hi all of you um, so um for the listeners gabriella has been very frequently mentioned uh, she's the christmas song amy is the um goldfish at the concert and christine is the one who i was buddies with in delaware uh who i told about my dad's drug den oh who's oh, the yeah. inspiration for christine Berensky? right <laughs> throwing it back to episode one May 18th, May 18th, uh, final Burt show. Wow. That was a pretty quick one. Yeah, it was. I'm done reading about it. It's great. Michaela saw. So <laughs> Michaela saw and Kim drove drinks after with Kim and Mick at cookie confidential and packing. That's where I had a date with Jared Tutis. Yeah. I remember that word. Um, or I, I remember that name. It actually says cookie conf, but I remembered cookie confidential. Well done. Jared Tutis. Okay. May 19th. Oh, I think that you are leaving on a trip. She's leaving on a jet plane. Oh, I was going to go with a midnight train to Georgia, but cool. Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving on that midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> I guess yours is more accurate. <laughs> yeah, mine is. Thank you very much. Because you're not going to Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> midnight train to Jordan. Not, From not, where? Uh, yeah, not, not advised <laughs> to go there at this moment in time. <laughs> oh, midnight train to Kuwait. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leaving <laughs> midnight train to Yemen, yeah. 
I don't know why that's so funny to me. I don't know. Too soon, though. You're not on a train, and you're not going to the Middle East. You're going to fly to Europe. May 19th. Why are you angry? (laughs) Peter's birthday. Happy birthday, Peter. Uh, You didn't know him yet. Did I? Peter Pumpkin Eater. I did know him. This is the very first birthday I ever spent with him. Let's make it about me. Me, me, me. Anyway. Uh, It's something I would never do. (laughs) Make it about myself. Uh Uh-huh. So you had an audition, Mm -hmm. and then you got in a rental car to Newark. Um, nice exclamation point parentheses fr fun ride absolutely let me see nice not nice i'm flying to nice france oh 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 oh, oh. (laughs) idiot actually that's impossible (laughs) never have known that uh it's like what nice (laughs) rental car to newark doesn't sound nice to me Um, um thought audition went well director said Quote, we'll see about all of this. So <laughs> what what part of that made me think it went well? <laughs> Doesn't Ooh, sound super said, promising. How'd it go? Oh my god, great. He was like, We'll see about <laughs> all this. I really think he loved it. <laughs> Is there a tone of voice in which that could sound really pop positive? Let me try. We'll see about all this. Nope. No, sounds terrible. Awful. Even we'll see about all of this. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't know what made me think that went well. <laughs> Spoiler, did not get the job. Oh, well. Actually, I got a call back for it, though, but I was in Nice, so. Maybe you thought it went well, and then he said, we'll see about all this, and you're saying, like, I thought it went well, but he. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Reading between the lines, the five lines of this journal. Um, And then you were on a flight with SAS, um, the low-rent Scandinavian airline. Yes, and they are a shit show. Oh, Well, it says you were rerouted to Gothenburg when we couldn't land in Copenhagen. We circled so many times around the airport and then i forget all the logistics of it but i do remember that when we got to the airport wherever they put us we michaela and i were um trying desperately to find a new flight and we go to some different airline and they were like "Ugh, we're always cleaning up all sas's baggage like they can't handle anything their flights are always fucked up and we're always dealing with it like they had to that is surprising coming out of the scandinavian countries yeah. they're like so orderly and, and totally. everything's very dependable there and and scandinavian country were just not this airline yeah yikes well they are like the the, the low yeah the low, JetBlue, the the budget version jet blue's quite nice now oh, are they yeah and they're more actually like actually never JetBlue. JetBlue's great um okay. they are southwest um we have different opinions about southwest you hate flying Southwest. I've had really good luck with Southwest, but I, I don't ever fly them out of New York, which I think is your problem. Sure. I, I've i had a lot of good Southwest experiences as well. I just had so many in a row bad ones. I've gotten my flight delayed or canceled four out of four times between New York and California in the last five months. But that's, I mean, you're flying out of LaGuardia, which is always just a fucking shit show. Yeah. Um, um, sometimes it was Albany, but anyway. JetBlue has direct flights now from LAX and Burbank and maybe Orange County and or San Diego hmm. uh, straight into JFK. Oh. Um, and it's a direct flight. Uh, the last few times I've flown to New York, I've gone on JetBlue directly to JFK. Oh, that's great. Yeah. My only commitment to Southwest is that uh, it's really flexible. I can change flights and I need to all the time. That is true. But I haven't had to in a while, so I can probably let go of that. You've had so many nightmare travel experiences where you're like scrambling to find a new flight. That is miserable. I yeah. guess I have two now that I think about it. I just, I'm, we're not reading my journal, <laughs> but that, I'd is, like to. that is such a bad feeling when you're stuck in an airport and yeah. you can't find someone to help you. Especially and, uh, alone. It's when you have a buddy, you can get through, but when I'm by myself, I just get miserable. Yes. Ooh, no, thank you. Um, on the 20th, it says still flying three hours in Copenhagen, Munich, then Nice. 
Easy to get to apartment, but so tired. Elsa's husband let us in. This place is beautiful. Tell me about Nice. I've never been. Oh. And who were you staying with? Who's Elsa? I was in Airbnb, so oh. they just let us into that place. Oh, gotcha. Um, I have a picture of a breakfast Michaela and I had in this little apartment with Kick. So we went to meet the ship. The mm-hmm. ship was uh, cruising out of Nice, and we stayed at an Airbnb in Nice. A super cute little studio. Um, it was right in the center of town, and Nice is one of the few places that I feel like I kind of know my way around just because I spent a bunch of port days there, and then oh, I went back nice. to visit again. So I... Sorry, laughing at myself. Oh, nice, Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I have never been to the south of France. I would love to go. It is so, so beautiful. Great. Obviously so nice so nice um on the <laughs> rewind a year we did all these jokes already <laughs> did we <laughs> the first time fuck it um it. <laughs> we were gonna get hate mail for this episode may 21st it says kick exclamation uh, point yay you're reunited and it feels so good <laughs> <laughs> um you went grocery shopping kick Brought us champagne and we had mimosas. Oh. Feel so thrilled to be on a walk on the beach in Niche. In Niche. In Niche. <laughs> oh, I love Niche. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Share after dental work. Canadian share <laughs> after dental work. Oh, I love Niche. <laughs> hey. Canadian share after a root canal. I love Niche. Too uh, soon. <laughs> why? I had a root canal recently oh. and <laughs> How dare you mention it? It's the Voldemort of dental procedures. That's that's true. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, you got auditioned for the nice work tour. Huh? Uh, yeah. Or is that the Nice work tour? It's the Nice work tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, an audition. Then I'm, I don't know. I'm on vacation and I'm still, I'm like planning auditions and callbacks and shit. I'm not taking the time off. I should take off. Oh, yeah. You poor thing. You're working too I'm hard. so tired. <laughs> Did eight shows. Got to get on a plane. Got to go spend more time in Europe after I just cruised there five months ago. The judgment. <laughs> you get your life, boo. Um, you met ship between Mer- nope, Monaco and Nice. Mm-hmm. Pool grill with Tony and Discoveries. A-hole. <laughs> and Manhattan in Looking Glass. Oh, Oh, literally, I thought you were just reading it. Yeah, that is Asshole. That's uh, our favorite card game. Oh, 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 yes. You need to teach me that game. Um, May 22nd, Kit came over in the morning, had beautiful breakfast and mimosas, lunch on the ship in Nice. I love that you get to go on and off the ship. You just can't stay there. Right. So he can sign you on? Yep. Okay. And eat all their food and drink all their drinks for free, but just can't stay there. That's lovely, actually. We saved a lot of money and got, like, a high-end ship. Pasta and tapas dinner with Kit in studio, went for coffee with DJ Matt, trying to give them some time to bone. Yeah, did it say that? No, I'm just, I was thinking like, okay, you've been with Michaela and Kick. They haven't seen each other in a while. She's probably trying to get it in. Well, hello again to DJ Matt, by the way. <gasps> pew, pew, pew. Oh, it's been a minute. It has. Yes, yeah, so I'm giving them some bone time, uh, which is. In the one bed that you and Michaela are sharing? <sighs> yep, guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so close. That's. Hmm. <laughs> Don't want to think too hard about that. Uh, you've slept on their juices. Ew. <laughs> I did not like that. Uh, um, uh, I don't love being sexiled, but also sexiled. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. I've never heard it before. You're also. kidding me. No, I never lived on a cruise ship where people were like, "Get out! I need to fuck." You've never heard the term sexiled? No, that's like a college thing. Is it? Yeah, if your your roommate kicks you out so they can have sex, you're being sexiled. I've never heard that in my life, but I love get it. Out. Oh. Get out! You get out! You get out! 
No, it's my house. Again. I just you're not on the fucking mortgage. I crossed your name off. <laughs> Can't believe you haven't heard that word. Anywho, Zilbies. Um Thank you. I yeah, I don't love it ever, but I think it was probably deserved and I think this seemed like they were pretty patient the first couple days. Yeah. <laughs> with me. Yeah. She needs that. D. Blow. Sweet brown D. Oh. His last name is Brown. Oh. <laughs> It's like, what do you know about him that I don't? Because he white. That sweet brown uh, banana was ready to eat. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. She brought it back. May 23rd, you went to Cannes to see the film festival. Can anyone just go to that? Yeah. You you have to buy like tickets to individual films and oh, things. Cool. I don't think we actually saw any films. We just kind of were oh, walking you know, around looking no, at carpets. What, we saw oh, something? wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I. Pfft. No, you did. Oh, I read this line and thought it was a movie. Saw the journey tendered. <laughs> what a good title for a movie. Such a good title for a movie, but you're talking about a ship yeah. that is tendered. I saw the, the sister ship to the one we were staying on. That's funny. Beautiful day. Saw the journey tendered at Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> you keep writing tapa dinner instead of tapas dinner. Is that, am I reading that wrong? Or are you writing that wrong? I'm probably writing it that wrong. You know me. Okay. Just checking. Um, and Bordeaux wine in the studio. Is the studio on the ship? Uh, I think I just mean that Airbnb we're staying in. Oh, oh, oh. You capitalized the, so I thought maybe it was a name of a restaurant. Nope, I just have no okay. grammatical awareness. <laughs> on May 24th, you were in Saint-Tropez again. Saint-Tropez. Saint-Tropez, girl. Uh, this is d- where I famously um, made DJ Matt's uh, naughty <laughs> picture of himself, his computer background picture. <laughs> this time no no this is just the city okay gotcha um you got there via saint Raphael. what that is i don't know i remember there being um this like if you don't if you're not on a boat or taking a ferry this it's a very long bus ride around or a train so something like that probably do you guys ever think about just stowing away for um like on the ship like it's international crime is it yeah oh you look so serious. I've never been on a ship before. I don't know. Uh, so you're in Saint-Tropez. You ate at the pool grill and drank a lot. That sounds like a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Eating and drinking in Saint-Tropez. So mm-hmm. bouge. Found the watch place and got mine fixed. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. And you bought your big ass watch and then brought it back a year later. I did. It was very difficult to find this little shop, but I was hell bent on finding it. So wandered the streets till it did and he fixed it for frizzle. For Frizzle. Who are you? Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. Um, Remember that show? So good. By the way, this is a year anniversary. Of what? Merlot. <gasps> really? Yeah. Right above this is a big smiley face because you got that beautiful Mormon D. Oh my God. Yes. Hey Merlot. Uh, hey Merlot. Let's see here. You had dinner at Caribbean Buffet. You ran into Anton and Olya on oh. the street and it made me so happy! Exclamation point. I re- yeah. I forgot. They... I lit- I hadn't planned on seeing them, and I literally bumped into Anton on the street, and he was like, oh, that's here, and he, like, found her, and we all just, I, I-, I don't know what we did. Maybe we hung out and got a drink for, like, an hour. Your but- sweet friends. Were they still on that same ship? Uh, yeah. I think they went back a couple times. Love that so much. They Where are, are they now? I, um, they live in Ukraine. I, I know uh, Anton, I think he's a professional poker player. Seriously? Uh, he was very good at poker. Um, okay. I don't really know much. They don't, like, post a lot. I've seen a recent enough picture to know that they're alive and smiling. Great. I love that. Yeah. Um, on May 25th, pizza at place near Port and Nice with kick, took the train to Monte Carlo, amazing views of Grand Prix, uh, windows for dinner with Matt, DJ Matt, pew, pew. watched 
Denzare. You're fucking <laughs> back, bitch. Wow, real full circle. It really is. I love that you're watching the show that I you know. did before. Were you that annoying guy that was like singing along in the audience? Mm-hmm. To she bangs. <laughs> Clocking the guy that's doing your track. Yeah, I was doing it uh, one beat off the whole time for. <laughs> Don't say beat off. Um, <laughs> also, this time last year, you were hanging out with Anton Oya. Oh my God. Literally to the day. It's our day. I love it so much. That's fun. It's uh, what a journal is good for people. Write in your own journal. I okay. love it. I am. I'm Stop not, yelling at me. I'm telling the people. May 26th. Niece. Again. Walked around. That's nice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, funny, though. Look how you wrote this two years apart. Wow. Yeah. Identical with a box around it. Yep. Um, niece again. Walked around a few parts of Nice, Old Town and Park near Waterfall. Had a picnic. More drinking on the Rock Beach. Ooh, dinner at Discoveries. Odd interaction running into the cruise director. What did that mean? Um, I'm not totally sure, but I'm. I would bet that he was surprised to see us because we're not there, and he doesn't. Uh huh. He's like, "Why are you eating our food?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, and he might have heard that we were trying to get on the ship, and then saw that we were, even though we hadn't been like approved to get on the ship, but we were hanging out on the ship, which is an odd thing. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, don't really know why, but he was, he's in charge of this whole operation and we are faces he didn't expect. So I'm sure he was just like a little, um, confused. Sure. But it was above board for you guys to be like above board, <laughs> um, to be like checked onto the ship while it was in port. That was fine. At the time it was, um, I don't oh. remember who said this, but somewhere I heard that you haven't lived until you've had a rule made about you. We talked about this like four episodes Did ago we? or three, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't remember who said this. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a wise man once said <laughs> a very very smart uh, so yeah it was all above board as you said uh until we abused it michaela and i so we got so many free drinks and tons of free dinners because kept getting signed on but most people who are getting signed on the ship are signed on like in one port if your family happens to live there oh but you guys like followed but we the followed ship. the ship and we're signing on left and right and having most of our meals there um and we, I mean, we took full advantage, so it was all fine because there was no rule against it until we left. Literally the day after we left, uh, Kick sent us a picture of a sign posted on HR that was like, from now on, friends and family who visit the ship can no longer t- um, come to restaurants, can no longer get free drinks, can no longer, like all the things we were doing. And he was like, um, think maybe you guys had something to do with this. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. Created a rule for a whole brand. Also, you both are cheap as fuck. So obviously <gasps> you were like, <laughs> oh, they're poor. It's different. So you both like a bargain. Um, let's see here. So on the 27th of May, you met Kick and Monte Carlo. Um, you had lunch with Danelle and DJ Matt. Oh, uh, his girlfriend at the time, oh, which is great. sweet. To see, like, it's fun to have DJ Matt have a girlfriend. <laughs> you went to Ease Beach and Outdoor Bar or Eze, Eze. I have no idea how to say that. Um, oh, Ez? Ez. Sure. Ez. Okay. Beach and Outdoor Bar. Back to Monte Carlo for discoveries. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. She's back on the ship. Uh, oh, this is sad. Oh. Um, snippy at Michaela today, probably because I feel pathetic and alone like I did on the ship. Oh. Took taxi with British couple back to Nice, packing for Livorno. Oh, I'm sorry that you feel pathetic. That's a really sad word to use. Pathetic. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. Uh... Got a little snippy at your friend. Well, I guess we were just spending so much time together and then, you know, I obviously took a back seat because, because her man's is there and yeah. she doesn't get to see him. So yeah. just reminded me that you don't like being sex, executed. What's the word? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't like being <laughs> murdered via sex. <laughs> 
or during sex I don't, is sex executed a thing uh, what, what was the word sexiled sexiled so um, good yeah hard to remember but so good you don't like being sexiled so you yeah were... I, don't, I don't like feeling like i'm tagging along yeah i get it i do i do um that's that's also a weird dynamic because you're like fun adventure with my bestie and then you show up and it's like my two besties but then they have something they like have their world that i'm not a part of yeah which i don't want a part of but um it would be D- don't you though <laughs> you are vile <laughs> it would be easier to deal with if like the four of us were out like not you me me and my fictitious person on those two yes yeah yeah, yeah. you and your dj matt <laughs> um on may 28th you're in livorno that's italy right yes we've talked about this place it's before the gateway to florence and pisa ah uh, yes okay barely slept started feeling sick in the train yeah. sore throat went to ship drinks and saw kick play had a mini b-day celebration for me which is it's only two days away uh Wade and Matt came and had fun, but I was too sick and passed out. I uh, didn't sleep on this train. We were supposed to like get our sleep then because, you know, it was like an overnight. Yeah. Or just a long whatever. And I got so, so, so sick, like fever, crazy sore throat, couldn't speak. And this is my birthday. And so uh, our friend Wade and DJ Matt come over and surprise us. And shouldn't say this, but they had uh, a joint. And uh Shouldn't say this why because, years ago. Yeah, I guess but they they weren't supposed to have it. I don't know how he had right. it on the ship. Um, and like, and they smoked and they like ate my birthday cake without me because I couldn't. Oh no, that's so sad. It's like, like the perfect night for you too. Like low key, a little mm, bit of weed. Exactly. Oh. I was I felt so sick. So I was literally lying in bed and I remember just like opening my eyes enough to see Wade walk in. That's all I saw of him. Oh. He was like, "Hey man," and I was like, "Hey." Oh, I hate that for you. It sucked. Was it, um, do you remember if this train was like, was it a sleeper car or was it like a, you're sp- like kind of like an airplane um, situation where you're sitting up and trying to Yeah, sleep? it wasn't a sleeper. It was like cabins, little like, um, like, uh, it was a lot like what's the, the Hogwarts Express. Uh-huh. Where you're facing people? Yep. I was in one of those, an overnight train. If I remember correctly, it was between Munich and Florence, um, with my ex-boyfriend and, it was the most miserable night of travel I've ever had. It was an overnight train and we were backpacking, like doing this on the cheap. And so there were sleeper cars, but we didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were in those, like it's three people on one side, three people on the other side, you're facing each other and the seats do this little, like barely reclined thing. So uh. you can like, you can kind of get like, you know what I mean? Just like mm-hmm. kind of lean back a tiny bit and it was hot and I was so cramped and hot in there with these strangers, knowing that I was supposed to sleep the night through on the, in this little tiny car. Mm-hmm. And the woman next to me, this German woman next to me, reaches into her bag and pulls out egg salad oh. with so much dill in it. She opened it up and I was like, ooh, ooh, like the grossest, like it's a hot, sweaty compartment Ew. and it just smelled like eggs and dill. I was so fucking disgusted by her oh my I, god like, i have you ever done that thing where you wake up in a really uncomfortable position and you feel like panicky mm-hmm. um i like had to i like i felt like yeah i mean panicky like claustrophobic panicky mm-hmm. i had to like run out of the train car and stick my head out a window in the passageway outside i thought i was gonna like throw up or pass out or something oh, it was that's so terrible awful. actually yeah that's very similar there was there was three women who like michaela and i tried to hoard the cabin and uh-huh. be able to sleep you always do yeah, yeah yeah and they were trying the same thing uh-huh. and we nobody would give so we were all stuck in there together and they took their space and we just couldn't oh. it was gross like that claustrophobic is yes the word. awful night if you're ever traveling overnight on a train try to get a sleeper car that's my advice for you well thank you so much you're welcome yeah well, it was a bummer um I mean, this trip was so fun overall but now for the rest of the trip i'm pretty sure i'm like very sick and it's just tough oh no yeah. you stay sick yeah yikes um 
May 29th, you felt way better after a long sleep, gave Kick and Mick a date, and had lunch with Olga, Olia and Anton. Nice. Uh, joyful to see them. Joyful. What a sweet word. Truly great. Anton bought lunch, said goodbye to Kick, and gelato with Mick. Uh, oh, you had to say goodbye to Kick? You'll uh, see him again, though, right? No. I oh. think that was the last, the last follow we did, because we... Um, but then we go inland. I think we went to Milan, which the ship can't go to. Oh, yeah. So you guys just went to Milan because you wanted to? Uh, we had been everywhere else, and we were like, what's nearby? What's another cool city that we haven't seen? And oh, Milan I love like, that you did that yeah. because you'd been to all these ports. You yeah. got to tack on something. Oh, we did. wonderful. So that was like the – we've been so lucky because of the ship and the shape of Italy. We have seen pretty much all of Italy because if, uh-huh. if you take a cruise ship around it, you can get most of the cities. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Milan is like one of the only ones. Mm-hmm. It's like northern and in the middle, right? Yep. So we did that. Um, early train to Milan on the May 30th, uh, long walk to the house, <laughs> strange when we entered. And I love that you're using the first names of all the Airbnb hosts. Strange when we entered and Antonella wasn't there, played cards and drank beer with Damiano in the garden, homemade lasagna for dinner. Wow. Um, your hosts made you dinner. They did. These hosts, these hosts were lovely. Uh, a couple things. One. I think I mentioned before that Michaela and I always end up walking with luggage on a highway. We were on a fucking highway. We should, I don't know what luggage. I don't know why we don't take cabs or find a train. We were walking <laughs> cheap. <laughs> oh, okay, couldn't. It, it was a, a challenging journey. We got there, and then so the the main host lady who runs the Airbnb wasn't there, but her like boyfriend who doesn't speak any English um, let us in and showed us to our room. The room had like the bed was like kind of half made, just like looked like the comforter was kind of thrown over some clothes and there were clothes in the bed. Uh-huh. And um, the bathroom had like a toothbrush there and like some products. We were like, what the fuck? They did not prepare for us. And we like, settled in. We used, I think we were like lying on the bed and we like get whatever. The host comes home. is like, oh no, 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 no. That was like her daughter's room that we had made ourselves at home in. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. We were like lying on her clothes in her bed. It was really weird. Um, shows us to the actual guest room, which was, much more prepared for us, okay. which made a lot of sense. Yeah. They make lasagna for us. So nice. I remember having a really lovely time just hanging out with these people. We mostly, when I Airbnb, I don't want to see anybody. I want I want an apartment of my own. Yes. But we also thought for this new place that we haven't seen, it'd be fun to have someone host us uh-huh. um, and kind of get a vibe of that city that way. And it was a brilliant idea. I'm so glad we did. Their backyard was this beautiful garden with massive uh, green walls, like all the oh, way up cool. on where we could see. We're playing cards in the back and drinking a beer. Someone broke a beer glass, like a, a full chalice of beer in it. And um, I'm pretty sure Michaela got the blame and was very mad about that and thinks it was me. I don't think it was me. But the old man was like, you broke my favorite glass or something. And she was like, it wasn't me. And I was like, I'm sorry. You broke my favorite glass. <laughs> ah, it's on me, you old man. <laughs> manja, manja, mozzarella. Um, other thing to note, that lasagna was full of chicken. And Michaela's a vegetarian at this point. But it was... She hadn't like she didn't say that, and at this point now they've made you food, and it's yeah. tough in that position. So you she's like under the table. Eat it sometimes. Oh yeah, she well she didn't. She was like sliding the chicken over to me, so I ate all of her chicken and mine. She picked out chicken out of the lasagna. Yeah, I don't was remember. It like ground chicken. Maybe it was like a cacciatore, and we had the. I don't remember what the fuck. That's funny. Yeah, I love funny Airbnb stories. We we've talked about Floam before mm-hmm. Norway. Um, Floam. <laughs> so they said it on the ship or something or on we, the train. We, we looked up the spelling. Of oh, it. right. Floam. <laughs> like three different times. We were there and we, 
decided to stay overnight in Flum, which is this little town on a fjord. It's not like a place that people really stay, but mm-hmm. we had one night and there was eight of us and there was, I think, one place in Flum that would hold eight people and it was this woman's big ass house <laughs> and it was right on the fjord and it was the most insane Airbnb I have ever stayed at in my entire life. This woman wow. was a very eccentric Santa older lady. She stayed in the house. We shared the kitchen and the, there was a bathroom downstairs that was shared for the whole house. She's like, the only thing that's off limits is my bedroom. So I stay here. That was unclear in the booking. We're like, oh, fuck. We're staying in a house with this old lady. Um, it looked like very Norwegian in the pictures. Um, and then we get there and it was so norwegian it was full of antiques she called it a museum it was there were dolls everywhere (laughs) there was a bathtub in one room but like it looked like a a bedroom yeah in one of the bedrooms oh my god but like on the floor like styled like a big vintage shop like it was kind of cool but also the most bizarre place you could possibly imagine and she was like i have to show you um oh no she called the downstairs a museum she's like i have to show you my museum you can come down here and play with the costumes like what the fuck and so takes us to an outside door and we go down like the cellar and there's a piano and boxes full of hats and all these old things she's like people love to come here and play with my costumes we ended up drinking beer late into the night and taking pictures wearing all these vintage hats oh my it was God. like so fun and so weird what a special experience though so special the weirdest part of that whole night was in the middle of the night our friend sarah got up to go pee and she accidentally opened the woman's bedroom door instead of the bathroom door <gasps> and she walked in and the woman was just sitting on her bed with the lights on crying oh my god like 3 a.m just crying in a nightgown and she was like oh god so sorry so sorry slowly backs out of the room <laughs> uh, did you ever get any more information no Saddest slash creepiest ghost story. Whoa! Was she dead the whole time? (laughs) Probably. Oh my god. Probably. That's so mysterious. So weird. And um, Airbnb's in Norway, man. You can't beat them. (laughs) No, I I got nothing to add to that. Wow. I think special story. There's something really nice about um, if you're visiting a new place and you have the opportunity to be hosted, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. You know, about like even if you're not staying in a house with someone, but interact with a host, like you find like a really well reviewed host on Airbnb and like have them take you on a tour or provide you a meal or Mm -hmm. even just sit down for tea and like meet a local chat with someone who lives there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very easy way to do that. Whereas a lot of time you're like, if you want to be a traveler, not a tourist, you know, Mm -hmm. people are always like, I want to, I want to meet the locals, but it's hard to find locals to interact with. Absolutely. Um, when you're a tourist, (laughs) exactly. I think it's a a lovely thing to do. It is. And it's, uh, I think it's, can be a much richer experience than say a museum or a coffee shop. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, let's finish May, shall we? Yeah. Okay. And we know what the last day of May is. What is it? Say it for everyone to hear. Uh, it's your fucking birthday. Tell me happy birthday. Happy birthday to you months and years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> hey, my golden birthday this year, but we'll get to that when it happens. I suppose we will. Um, okay. Birthday in Milan. You saw La Scala and walked the roof of the Duomo. Beautiful. You bought a shirt to get in. Oh, yeah. Um, Were you wearing a tank top? No, Michaela was wearing a tank or something, and she mm-hmm. wasn't allowed in without... We had to literally go buy a shirt. I forgot what it said. We kept it around for a long time because it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then I think on one of our moves, we were like, it's got to go. Did you get like a shitty tourist shirt or yeah, something? Yeah, awful. Like the worst oh. thing we could find. Uh, when I was in Italy in high school, uh, our Latin teacher, because a lot of... Um, a lot of the holy sites, they won't let let women in if they're showing shoulders or like, you know, anything above the knee. Absurd, sure. And so our Latin teacher made every girl pack a um a broomstick skirt 
so she could like put it in a little bag or something because it was hot. It was in the middle of summer. It's a broomstick. Oh, oh looks you know, like a broom. They're no, they're like super wrinkly. They're the ones that are like floor length but super wrinkly, and oh. you can like twist them up and like pack them small. And so I just remember all the girls like were wearing like little like short shorts and tank tops, and then <laughs> begrudgingly dig in their bag and pull out like an old grandma style <laughs> broomstick skirt to wear into all these holy sites. That's and our funny. our ancient Latin teacher was like. Easiest thing in the world, just throw a broomstick skirt. They're like, I don't have a fucking broomstick <laughs> skirt. Just throw your broomstick skirt in there. <laughs> Speaking of, do you have one I can borrow when we go out later? I just want to cover up. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. No one wants to see your ankles. Um, <laughs> they are ugly. <laughs> uh, you went to Castillo Sforza and the park. What's Castillo Sforza? Literally no idea. Okay. Oh, great. castle. Oh, a castle. Oh. <laughs> you had warm croissants and espresso for breakfast. Yum. Uh, I want to go to Europe. Um, street fair food, beer, and a bottle of wine. The street fair food, I'm pretty sure, was like meat shaved right off a pig, which I could never even see. Not like that's so visceral and gross uh-huh. to me. Um, and it's so funny that it was my birthday, so we're doing whatever I want, and I bet Michaela was vomiting. <laughs> Times have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonella and Dom made pasta, lemon chicken, and uh, it was that's the, the chicken. chicken. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Shuffling lemon chicken onto your plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Oh, Is that what that says? No idea. Is that what you're going for? If that's stracciatella, it's really crammed in right next to that. <laughs> I'm not wrong, am I? I don't know what that says, but it was a dessert. Okay. Final line of this entry uh, of your 25th birthday. Lots of champagne. <laughs> Even though you're getting sick, you're getting drunk. I can't. It's my 25th. I gotta enjoy. It's a 25th. <laughs> There she is. Oh, it's your 24. Welcome back to Canadian Dental Work Share. Uh, Post dental work. <laughs> Canadian Dental Work Share doesn't make any sense at all. Um, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of May. Uh, next episode will start fresh with June 1st of 2014, when I'm assuming you're ending this trip and getting back to real life. Never know. I. I mean, I could know, but I'm not going to right now. <laughs> um, all right. Any housekeeping before we sign off? Mikhail? Just the huge. Uh, if you are new to my best friend's journal or you're not new at all because this is no one's new if you're listening to episode 34. <laughs> 34? Uh, 33. No one's new if you're listening to episode 33. If you are listening to this episode and you haven't rated or reviewed us yet, please do so. It really helps a lot. Helps us keep this program going for the kids. Five stars and a sweet review on iTunes goes a long way. Thank you so much. <laughs> it does. And subscribe. Tell your friends. Word of mouth is our uh, best friend. Cam, would you tell the folks where they might be able to find some more of my best friend's journal? Well, if the folks want more, they can visit us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com. They can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com, or they can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, mostly Instagram, at MBFJ Podcast. Sure can. Sure can. All right, Mike. Until next time, always remember... If it's cold and dry, it's probably a muscle cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's so offensive. <laughs>